We as students typically do not think or talk about grades holistically in the context of authentic student success and genuine academic progress. The title of this page invites you to think about who are the most vulnerable population that grades harm. Here are some tailored, open-ended thought questions for you as you read or listen through this material. One, what do grades mean to you? Two, how does it make you feel when you think through your response to the question above? I would actually encourage you to write your responses to these questions to arrive at a more reflective state of mind. And three, what do you think about when you're planning to achieve the grades you are willing to work to achieve? And how do you go about that? If you even begin to think about these three questions above, you will be far ahead of me at this point in time in your academic career. I want to acknowledge the suffering you experienced surrounding grades in the past, whether that is the tremendous pressure from people with power over you, which is painfully funny because, for many of them, they have no idea what you had to do to obtain the grades you obtained in class, and how those grades made you feel and shaped your identity. Don't worry, we will bring to light and discover transparency on just what grades mean and how to make them valuable towards your own significant, meaningful learning. If a prerequisite to learning is to make mistakes and to learn from them, which it is, by the way, there's about 10 different academic sources I've read through from cognitive and neuroscience research. If you're interested, please get in contact with us at theproofisinthelearning at gmail.com. Let me ask you this. Would you jump out of a plane without a parachute? Would you dive into a body of water without being able to see how deep the water is? Well, the structures of grading and sacrificing the learning to achieve grades is a paradigm we have been trained to obey by and conform to. Our parachute is to take the class again. But many of us cannot afford to take the class again. Our pool has no warnings of not to dive and how deep the water is. We just got to figure it out on our own through tutoring, office hours, peer study. But many of us don't know how to navigate those spaces and never had an identity to pursue those resources. Many of us don't feel the psychological trust which is needed in our environments to go about that. To learn, we must take risks and stretch our understanding, motivation, and habits on the actual material. But to achieve grades, we must simply obey and conform to what is being asked of us to produce the natural grade distribution. But when can we get past the conversation of natural grade distribution and begin talking about how to help students operate at their natural best? That's where your learning is, and that's part of the origin story of this project. Helping you find and operate at your natural best. Because you all are genius. Let me say that again. You all are genius. Just because you failed at math or English, you are geniuses at those topics. You just don't know it yet. Many of you know grades do not equate to significant or meaningful learning. 
But by the end of this, we hope to guide you to realize you can achieve the grades you desire and make those grades valuable and work in your favor. Let me tell you a story. I volunteered my Saturday to serve underrepresented elementary and middle school students in San Jose at an annual science extravaganza camp where there were workshops for students to engage in STEM-related material. I volunteered to serve with Street Code, a nonprofit organization, and their workshop was to code a virtual robot to move from point A to point B. There were about five one-hour sessions with each session containing about 30 students. As the curious, collaborative, and cheerful students entered the workshop, I was beginning to become more excited to engage in the activity with them. They were asked to raise their hand if they had any level of coding experience. Typically, two to three students in a class of 30 would raise their hand, and that took me by surprise. But I realized many of those students may, may live below the poverty line, so not having a computer would be their reality. Then the camp leader proceeded to give them instructions, which included the first three people who finish this assignment will receive a raffle ticket. Can you guess who finished the assignment first? The ones with prior knowledge of computer science or no prior knowledge of computer science? The ones with prior knowledge finished first and they were celebrated and gifted the raffle ticket. However, what I immediately realized was the act of giving them the raffle ticket not only made all other students not feel interested in engaging in the activity, but many of those faces had a, many of those students had a face of disappointment and some found the activity to be quite unfair. Comments that surfaced. Of course, my friend who was engaging in the activity who has a computer at home and experience with coding would finish first. So then the remaining students stopped engaging with the activity entirely. An alternative way to approach that workshop would have been authentically incentivizing and guiding the students from the leadership who finished the activity first to coach their peers and help them with that activity, all before gifting them anything. I have a ton of respect and empathy from the camp leaders all the way down to the students. For their presence and effort in the workshop, however, there are clear ways we can do better to serve the majority. The sooner we can bring about some transparency around what grades or activity completion mean, why is this activity worth engaging with, how can we work as a united class, when should we find our independent productive struggle, what are their thoughts around computer science other than the raffle tickets, the sooner we can get you all to feel that you can achieve the grades you desire, visualize it, be motivated by others' visions, practices, and interests to help you inch your way towards significant learning. Don't get me wrong, I've received Fs in class but learned quite significantly, and I've also received As in classes where I didn't learn a darn thing. Over my 20 years of being in school, I finally realized I am not only in charge of my learning, but my life. Not some grade, not some career spot that my parents or society told me to fill, but literally in charge of who I become and who I am each and every day. To reach this paradigm and principle, 
I was guided by a man who acted as a STEM professor, mentor, college advisor, counselor, consultant, tutor, therapist, teacher, leader, coach, social worker, and hero. Uh, yeah, that's what an infinite-minded leader takes on. All by the name of Jeff Anderson, our project visionary and scraper. Scraper means someone who is with us during our daily battles for grades, all while guiding us to see below the tip of the iceberg to launch us onto a larger quest of significant learning so that we can actually apply the stuff we're learning in these courses to our lives. The reliability of a grade we achieve in our class to estimate the accomplishment of our process of learning and progress of outcomes may be inconsistent. Many of us have received A's in courses, but we did not need to work at all for that A. At the same time, many of us received F's in courses where we had to work our butts off. We believe understanding authentic assessment and transparent grading are essential parts to your learning journey while you work towards your credentials. I deeply appreciate most of my professors and I critically empathize with all of my immediate peers, tutees, and mentees. My most remarkable professor has fundamentally changed my life's trajectory that led to an intellectual awakening. This resulted in a much more profound understanding of who I am as a son and citizen, what I can truly become, a kindling of a passion to become a professional student-centered educator, and a realization of my voice. None of that has to do with the grades I achieved in his classes but rather required a mindset and desire to be better, to be present, to respect and empathize with the people on the round. However, when I picture myself as a professor at Foothill Community College, I see the art of teaching, learning, and grading being challenged and threatened. With students becoming increasingly diverse, a larger number of those students whose first language is not English, and many of them with families who live below the poverty line. As a professor, to do my job to the standard my leader Jeff has done it, I would aim to be a mentor, coach, cheerleader, social worker, counselor, advisor, therapist, tutor, college advisor. However, I also recognize professors have to adhere to regulations, laws, and directives under layers of bureaucracies. I can imagine professors agonizing what grade to assign, being uncomfortable with how much grades matter, facing arguments, bargaining and pleading from students and their caregivers. But then I think to myself, what my professor's biggest fear is. I would consider you to do the same. The irony is that many professors hate grading and giving out grades as much as we like receiving them. Just imagine for a second, when they're entering the final grades at the end of a term, that's a hard look in the mirror of how well they did their job or they just don't care, I don't know. But deep down inside, I think they all care a little bit to some extent. I have an achievable dream that we will view grades as temporary landmarks that measure our performance in the class. But the true grade we should be assigning ourselves is our actions and reflections on study skills, learning habits, and cultivating motivation. Those three steps are the Roman keystones or fundamentals to learning anything. 
And many of my pursuits, whether it be in high school golf, training at a culinary institute, flipping patties at In-N-Out, being a camp counselor, or making sense of math and computer science, without fully understanding what learning means and what it takes, these grades will never serve any long-term valuable purpose. Therefore, let's uncover the Roman keystones to learning on The Learning Code.